Good morning, Linden Alliance. We're so happy you're here with us uh, this morning and uh, worshiping with us. Um, it's so good to see you. Uh, well, if you don't know me, if you're here for the first time, or those who are watching online, my name is Jorge Santana, uh, or George, or hey you. A lot of people call me Jose, too. I, I realize that, so that's okay. And so feel free to, you can call me however you want. Uh, I'm the past, one of the pastors here, and uh, we are so happy that you're joining us uh, here. Um, I just, uh, last week, we were just finishing a sermon series on growing up, and uh, we went through a process of God uh, inviting us to go deeper in our relationship with God, and, and sometimes that means many things for all of us. And one of the process we talked last week is, I'm not there yet, yet and it has to be with our sanctification, how do we work in those issues in our life. And I want to continue, God, I want to continue in that idea-ish. <laughs> I'm not there yet, but in a different aspect, and you will see what I mean by this. Um, around December, Clark, we, we were in a prayer meeting, and Clark and I were just talking um, Clark is one of the elders in our, in our church, and uh, we were just having this conversation, and, and he gave me a word that, that God put in his heart for, for a congregation, and we pray about it, and, you know, it was really cool, a really good moment, and since then, we, I've been praying that that word, and, and that I want to share today too, in, in, in part one maybe, uh, it actually... It, fulfill and, and, and move in our hearts in a spiritual aspect and in those areas that really we need God to speak into our lives. And, and I've been praying for our church. I've been praying for you. I always get uh, weekly uh, or daily emails and phone calls or texts. Can you pray for me? So can you pray for me? Can you pray for, for my friend? Can you? And, and I want to let you know Please always, no ever doubt to send us a text or a phone call, an email that you need prayer. We would love to pray for you. And, um, and last week, and I'm, I'm in this uh, worship meeting um, in, 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 in Red Deer, and they're having this worship moment and having my me time, alone time with God, and I'm praying the worship was amazing, and I'm just having this moment, and the person who's leading worship, it just got used to, to minister, and, I, and I'm in my spirit, I am just God, let it rain, let it rain, I want your rain, and, and as soon one of the piano ladies put a key, I'm like, I know that song, and, and it's like, I'm not no musician here, but she put the key, I'm like, and then she started to play the piano. I said, yes, I know. Let it rain, Jesus. And I play. And God came and put this sermon in my heart. Funny enough that it's been a while that I have really hard time to um, write down an outline. I don't write my sermons. I don't read all my sermons. I, I, I had a really hard time writing an outline. And I meet with Joe, and I meet with an, uh, Paki, and I meet with other people trying to process. And I said, like, no, I think I'm taking this word in a different way. God keep pulling me back. So, disclaimer. <laughs> I really want to speak what God put in my heart. And I don't want to move. So I might speak for four hours. 
<laughs> no, you don't want that. Trust me, you don't want that. But I might speak for only for 10 minutes. But I really want to give to you what God put in my heart with this, Psalm 126. People from Israel was given a promise. They will become a nation. They ended up in Egypt for good reasons. Uh, and then those reasons turned into bad reasons. And 400 years later, they become, for 400 years, they become slaves. God used lift, bring a man, Moses, and take them out. They wander through the desert for 40 years. God, God provision was there. God, God was with them, but there still was a lot of things that needed to happen. Well, they go to the promised land. They, they, they were ruled by judges, and, 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 and they, they ruled, and then the people want kings, and they got the kings, and David was the second king, and they, they conquered, they ruled, they become a very powerful, powerful kingdom. Solomon, his son, built the temple. What is, it was magnificent. It was one of the greatest creations in the moment, in those times. And it was the temple of God. And, and, and the, uh, the kingdom of Judah and the kingdom of Jerusalem, they, they, they were very wealthy at the time. Many kings came after, and the people fell into idolatry and many other things. And, and there was a season that the people went far away from God. I'm, I'm just trying to summary here. I, I'm putting away a lot of details into this. Uh, as they go away, there's an event that happened. A really strong empire come up, the Babylon Empire. And, and they, they came and fight the people from Israel, dividing in two kingdoms, the kingdom of the north, the kingdom of the south, Judah and Jerusalem. They go to Judah, boom, they destroy it. They panic. They go to Jerusalem, they try, well, this is God's people, you know, God's temple, God is with us, and boom, something happened. Something unexpected just happened. They destroyed Jerusalem. They destroyed the temple. They conquered not just that, they took the people from Israel captive. This happened early 500 BC. They take them captive. As they go captive, a lot of them, they were all die. They never, they, their worship never become the same. They, they die with this idea, I just want to go back to my home. I want to go back to the place where I belong. Take me home. Country roads. <laughs> to the place I belong. That's not a song, that's a country song. But I thought it would fit into this. <laughs> I love that song, by the way. Take me home, country roads. And, and they have this desire of, I, I need, I want to go back. I want to go back home. Well, the Babylon Empire fall. A Persian Empire grow. 
and destroyed the Babylon Empire, allowing the people from Israel to come back. Something interesting about the Babylon Empire, with all their strength, they, they do respect all gods, all, all the people of God. So they allowed the people from Israel to keep their God, their culture, the, the essence of who God is, because they want to learn about him. So in this process, they released them after 70 years of captivity. 70 years. That's a lifetime there. In those age, not many people live to 70s. Maybe two generations had happened. We're going back. Psalm 126 is written by one of the persons who's going back. And, and he said this, 126. When the Lord brought us back his exiles to Jerusalem, it was like a dream. We were filled with laughter. And we sang for joy, and the other nations said, What amazing things the Lord has done for them. Yes, the Lord has done amazing things for us. What a joy. Let's stop right there. The other nations. There's two things I want to point out here, maybe three. I love when the text starts, when. When, when this happened, you know, like sometimes we go through seasons in our life and we don't know, we're never going to get out and we pray that God take us out from there. Well, this season was done. When this happened, there's a time, there's a beginning, there's an end. There's seasons in our life that seems like they're gonna never gonna end. But when this happened, God did it already. When this happened, the nations, okay, uh, the heathens, those who don't believe in God, those who remember who Israel was, those who heard about the power of God. Those who remember say, wow, look at them. God has done amazing things among them. What are people saying about you? What are people saying about us? God has done amazing things. Sometimes I think about that. No, no, not, they're not saying that. No, 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 they're saying other things. God have done amazing things. But the people in Israel said, yeah, you got it. God have done amazing things with us. And so in that prayer, they're asking that God, please God, do it again. So they're going through that country road, going back home. And verse 4 happens. And verse 4 says, Restore our fortunes, Lord, as a stream renewed the, the desert. Those who planted in tears will harvest with shout of joy. Those who plant with tears will harvest with shout of joy. They weep as they go to plant their seed, 
but they sing as they return with the harvest. And I'm saying, God, what, what do you want to say to me? What, what, what are you saying to me? If I was a bad person and I want to hurt you, and maybe you know somebody who's hurting you, I will make sure that you stay dry. I will make sure that I will put you down in such a place you will not move. If I speak to your soul, if I speak to your emotion, I make sure that if I want to destroy you, that nothing that you believe will make sense. The desert have that implication. There's no life in there. Nothing grow. Therefore, if I want to make, I really wanted to hurt you, I'm going to make sure that you stay dry, that you don't grow. And they're going back home thinking, oh, man, we're going back from captivity. Are we there yet? No, we are not. But they're not going back home to a place that's already established. They're going home to the place they've been destroyed. They're going back to a place, a place they've been damaged for 70 years, and no one has been taken care of. If you go away to somewhere, if you go come back home after many months, probably you have to chuck your food away, <laughs> clean your fridge. But you say, okay, I'm going grocery shopping, and you go and buy, you know, all this stuff. Oh, this is taken for the pastor, just saying. You know, you, know you, you buy all this stuff, you know, and you fill your fridge, and you know, you're good to go. But for them, it's like, and there's no food where we're going, and it's going to take a while to have that food. It's going to take a while to, to restore so, God, please do it again. Many of you have been through not just a day or for a moment of pain. You've been through a season of pain. It's been through a season of hurt. And you're fighting the first time you were fighting, and you were fighting, yes. It's been years, months, and you're like, I'm, I don't know if I can do this. I am getting very tired. I've been fighting for my marriage. I've been fighting for my son. I've been fighting for my life. I've been fighting for my emotions. I've been fighting for my, my spiritual life, and I cannot do it. What do you do when you're, you're weak? What do you do when you don't feel the strength to keep going? You're in a dry season, not just a dry day. A dry season. Please, God, can you do it again? Can you bring those streams in the desert? Nobody's taking care of those streams. We depend on the winter so the water, that rain will come so that we can have life. 
My streams are dry. I've been pouring into people. I've been pouring into my Mary. I've been pouring into stuff, and I cannot do it. I come to church. I come to worship events. I try to do that, but I, there's something there. Can you, God, please do it again? And I remember talking with Clark about this. God, please. And we started to pray. And we continue praying. God, let it rain. God, let it rain. God, let it rain over our marriages. God, let it rain over my family. God, let it rain over our church. God, let it rain over our ministry. God, let it rain. There is a season. There's a season the enemy also have used to put us down, to numb us from the place where we, we could be, from the potential that we can be. I'm not there yet. Why? Because I don't have the strength to do it. I cannot do it. People who have a desire of this manifestation, of this power in their life, they knew there was the, the, the desert being an absence of many possibilities. It's hard to trust God many times through difficult times. You want to hear a guy, a handsome guy every Sunday, and say, trust God, you got this, God is with you. And you're just there fighting alone. And you feel that God is not there. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I can sing worship, but I'm in a foreign land. And it seems like God is not here. I'm going back home. And I'm going home to a destroyed house. But I remember that God did this before. And he will do it again. So God Fill our streams. John chapter 7. There's, there's a very cool festivity going on. A really good party going on here. There's celebration. There's a celebration going. And people trying to fill their spirit. And Jesus. Say this. On John seven thirty seven. I want to finish with this on the last day this is Jesus on the last day the climax of, of the festival Jesus stood and shouted to the crowd Jesus stood and shouted to the crowd. imagine this people are cleaning okay this is the last day we need to put the stuff away they've been drinking all weekend They've been watered, they've been partying, they're celebrating all week. And Jesus stand up and shouted, Anyone? Anyone who is thirsty, come to me. If anyone who is thirsty, just come to me. What are you talking, Jesus? 
Who's this guy? We've been drinking. Who's thirsty? We've been celebrating. Oh, no, no. Jesus like, you guys don't get it. There's something that religion cannot do to you that I can do, say Jesus. There's something you're looking in some places. There's trying to fill, trying to bring water to your dry land with some religious stuff to try to worship something that religion cannot do. So Jesus stood up in the meadows. If it's anyone who is thirsty, if Jesus come here, I know Jesus is here, and Jesus come here through this door and stood up in the back, and he yelled, if it's anyone who is thirsty, I will fight you to go be in the back. I will be the first one to be in the back. Because I am thirsty. I am thirsty. I am thirsty. I do want more of God. This is not enough. This has been good, but I want more. I've been fighting, but I need a strength. If anyone who's thirsty, and Jesus say, Anyone who believes in me may come and drink. For the scripture declares rivers of living water. Rivers of living water will flow from his heart. And when he said living water, he was speaking of the Spirit who will be given to everyone believing in him. But the spirit had not yet, be, not yet been given because Jesus had not yet entered to, into his glory. What are you talking about, Jesus? There is a season in our lives. There is a season that we've been fighting. And I know some of you are tired. I... Sometimes when you come to church and been talking, I know you and I, we've been crying and praying together that God will do something. Let it rain, God. Let it rain. Let it rain. I, this is just my prayer, simple prayer. When I pray over you, when I pray over your family, when I pray over your kids, when I pray over my family, when I pray over my kids, when I pray over our church, when I pray over our church, this has been my prayer, and I want to invite you to pray with me. God, let it rain. God, just let it rain. Rain is essential. Rain is essential. You know, we say, no, summer is going to be hot. We need the rain. So we want to have a good harvest. And, you, you know, I'm no farmer, so maybe I'm making a mistake with what I'm saying. But I know that a farmer needs good rain. Just the right amount. Just the right amount. If it's too much, we'll damage. If it's too little, we'll not grow. And God knows. 
this amount of rain you need in your land. I just want to say that the season that you're going through is just coming to an end. And I know some of you just need to hear that. The season you've been fighting for so long is just coming to an end. And we will bring tears of pain. Man, this has been painful. Yes, God, and you cry. You cry. Sometimes there's, you, we have cried so much, there's no more tears. I know you've been there. And you cry in tears. And that tears is going to that dry land. But there's a promise. As they weep and they plant their seed, we're not going to stop because it's dry. We're not going to stop. My tear, I'm going to put it there. They plant their seed. But they sing. <laughs> Do it again, Jesus. Like Paki was saying, holy, holy. There's sometimes there's nothing that we can say or do that just say, holy, holy, holy. So if you're going through a difficult time today, it's been fighting this for many years and it's been painful. If you feel sometimes the church is not doing right or maybe you feel something going on in our spiritual realms and we need something. For many years we've been praying every time that we have a prayer meeting. God, bring your revival. God, let it rain. God, let it rain. You know what? You better be getting ready for the rain. Next week, I want to talk to you about this. This is a trailer for next movie, the next movie. Spoiler alert. Elijah after been through a dry season. <laughs> There's a lot of context here I'm not gonna explain. He go up to the mountain and he go down on his knee in the te text in, in, in First King 18, say he put his head down between his leg, all the way lay down and, and, and praying, God make rain happen. He called one of the servants. There's still dry season. Go and check. Is the rain coming? Nope. No, 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 no. I, I see no rain. God, bring the rain. Is the rain coming? Nope. No, no, no. I think you got it wrong. Not yet. Is the rain coming? And the servants say, uh, I kind of see a little cloud. 
the size of a, of a the hand of a man. You know what Elijah did? He get up and left. It's done. It's coming. And the wind will come. A bright rain. The same God who stopped the rain was the same God who brought in the rain. So God, I just want to pray for everyone in this room right now and those who are watching online, those who are going to watch over the week when they hear this message. God, I pray over this dry land. Whenever we look, it seems like there's no life anymore. There's not a chance that something will happen in this dry land. But God, I pray in your powerful name, let it rain. Let it rain, God. Let it rain over our kids. Let it rain over our emotions. Let it rain over our minds. Let it rain over our kids, our family. God, let it rain over our depression. Let it rain over our finances. God, let it rain over our calling. God, let it rain over our gift. God, let it rain. God, let it rain. God, let it rain and just move. God, we just want to pray that your power will move over our lives. God, we have the faith to, the faith to stand up and trust you over our difficult times. God, please. Let it rain. Let it rain. So I pray for those who are struggling, that you give them the strength. When they leave this room, God, they feel your presence. They can see the cloud coming. Just move over all of us. We need you, Jesus. We need you. And those who will Planted with, with tears. They will harvest <laughs> with joy. God, just do it again. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. I just want to invite you to come and pray. Our AGM is coming in the end of the, at the end of the month. And I know it's a lot of administration and numbers that we need to approve and, and stuff. And it's important for your member to come. But we do want to pray that God let it rain. Let it rain over our finances. Let it rain over our church. So pray for our church. So every Wednesday until the last two weeks, if you want to join us in prayer, come. If you want to fast with us, it's and I, I don't say um, do it as a diet. No, no, I'm not saying that. If you cannot fast, don't do it. And don't get sick. <laughs> but if it's something, maybe fast your social media. Maybe fast watching TV. Maybe fast of eating meat. <laughs> so I did something silly there. 
Maybe fast something, you know, and, and pray, God, I just want you to bring rain over our church, over, over us. God bless you, church. If you need prayer, talk to me or to one of the pastors. We would love to pray for you. God bless you. Have a wonderful weekend and enjoy the Super Bowl. Take care, church. Bye-bye.